Welcome to the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a coach for women who want to live their best life wherever they may be. If you want to hear real stories about people living life their way, and you want to learn about having more peace of mind and confidence, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you'll enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a coach for women and a podcast consultant. So today we are in Christmas mode here on the Transformations podcast and that is because we are going into the first advent, well we've had the first advent here in Sweden and this is a big thing if you know about, <laughs> you know about these sort of um, advent activities that happen especially in Europe. This was kind of new to me when I uh, first moved to Germany back in 2006. I first heard about this thing called Advent, uh, the you know the four Sundays before Christmas, and how that was important, and these and the four candles that people um, set up in their homes, and they light one on Sunday, and then the, the next Sunday they light two, and yeah, okay, so that's your crash course in Advent if you don't know what that is, and um, potentially if you um, haven't lived in Europe, you may not know <laughs> so much about it. Anyway. So um, I think the first advent, which is four Sundays before Christmas, is your official permission that you're allowed to fully start doing all the Christmas things and start celebrating Christmas if your family celebrates, celebrates Christmas. So um, yeah, I thought it would be a good chance to do this uh, topic for the podcast. And so... I wanted to do it a little bit early so that you would have a chance to hear it, but also maybe um, use some of the ideas or take on board some of the, um, the things that I'm going to have uh, show you later on in the podcast or talk about actually. So what's happening today? Well, today the topic is, <laughs> what, did I, what did I decide for this topic? Let me see my, my notes again. Yeah. So today the topic is how are we doing Christmas this year? So if your family celebrates Christmas or maybe if you, even if you don't celebrate Christmas, maybe your family celebrates New Year. Um, in Japan, I know that is a big celebration for families rather than Christmas. It's kind of like a mini, mini celebration. Um, it's not at all the, you know, um, the, the focal point of the year. Whereas um, in New Zealand, where I'm from, it's definitely Christmas. Um, in Japan, it's definitely New Year. And these are big, generally big family celebrations, right? So this year we potentially cannot uh, visit our family members as we would like to. Um, you know, we, we can't travel freely between countries like we've been able to until now. And, you know, even just traveling to different cities can be a real problem at the moment. So um, I know it's quite interesting and, Actually, <laughs> I had to laugh the other day when uh, someone said, oh, someone from Fukushima, where I'm from in Japan, you know, and you may remember Fukushima is the place where we had the nuclear accident, right? So someone, one of my friends in Fukushima said, don't tell anyone, but I went to Tokyo the other day <laughs> and I laughed because 10 years ago, it was the other way around, like, you know, 
you didn't want to tell anyone that you'd been to Fukushima, but now we can't tell anyone that we've been to Tokyo because of COVID. It's so funny. Anyway, so the chances are you can't even visit another city wherever you are. Um, you know, we're trying to stay safe this Christmas and keep our family members safe, especially grandparents and things like that. So, yeah, maybe um, you're not spending Christmas how you would normally spend it. So, you know, here is a chance to decide how you would like to spend Christmas, yeah, because all of those traditions and all of those things that have been decided in the past could potentially be out the window for you. Now, my family's Christmas this year is going to be interesting because we are flying out of Sweden, all going well, touch wood, cross the fingers and all of that on the 23rd of December. So we arrive in Japan on the 24th of December and hopefully all of us will um, pass our PCR tests. I don't know, pass is with the word, but um, yeah, we will have a negative PCR test and be allowed to enter Japan and go into our self-quarantine for two weeks. So our Christmas Eve and Christmas Day will be um, a little bit different to normal, but I imagine we will somehow manage to get ourselves um, a bit of a Christmas feast, um, some sushi, I hope, and I'm sure my kids will be happy if we can have a big tray of sushi they won't mind so much, yeah? Um, that For them, that's Christmas. Christmas equals sushi. <laughs> so, um, because, you know, if and if you've ever had Christmas in Japan, you'll know that it's a little bit different. They tend to like to have, like, roast chicken or fried chicken or something, um, but that's the, the Japanese way. But, you know, for me, I think it's important to have what you would consider to be a feast. So, for us, that means sushi, and we generally, yeah, try to have that on Christmas. And the, the added benefit is you don't have to make it yourself. You can order it online from a uh, delivery shop that will bring it to your house, and it's really, really, really good. And, um, yeah, much better than you can get in the supermarket, for example, even if you go and buy it from the supermarket. So that's, for us, that is a, like a special treat. And we'll be doing that this Christmas instead of um, what we did last Christmas, which was our first Christmas here in Sweden. And we didn't really know what was going on. And we thought, oh, let's have um, a Swedish Christmas. Let's, let's, what do Swedish people eat for Christmas? And so when we actually researched and found out what is a traditional Swedish um, Christmas meal, we were like, mm, that's not really what we want to have for Christmas because um, here in Sweden, it's typical to have a lot of, um, I think it's um, mackerel, like these small, small fish, and they've been um, preserved, or they have different flavors, and there's like about three or four different variations of that. Potatoes, um, very, uh, like, a, like a ham, like a very salty ham. And yeah, so not really what we want to eat for Christmas. So <laughs> this year will be um, a Japanese Christmas. So that's, that's not so bad. Um, I'm not a huge um, fan of Christmas. Like it, if it's nothing special, I'm not too worried about it. But the other day, my son was really, really upset. And for some reason, he um, thought that Christmas was canceled this year. And because he'd been hearing that we're going back to Japan and we'll be traveling and, you know, we'll just be like sliding into, <laughs> into place on Christmas Eve, basically incredibly jet lagged. 
Um, so there probably will be no problem with getting him to sleep in on Christmas morning for a change. But um, yeah, he thought it was cancelled. And so I, so we were trying to reassure him that it wasn't cancelled, but it would just be a little bit different to usual. Yeah, so we won't have, be in our home. We won't be, you know, with our Christmas tree and all of our decorations and things, but you know, it'll be okay. So yeah, that was that was him. <laughs> that was pretty cute, but yeah, a little bit um, sad that he he thought that Christmas was cancelled. So um, yeah, anyway, so I decided to ask some listeners of the Transformations with Jane podcast what kind of things they're doing this year that might be different from regular years. So let me share some of those with you now. So first of all, I will share with you something that I thought was really, really neat. And one of my uh, friends, Sarah Bull, she wrote uh, on Facebook that uh, this year, like normally uh, at Christmas, she lives in Japan, she's from Australia. So normally she would have like a sort of a, a frantic sort of Christmas um, decorating and doing, you know, Christmassy things and sort of pack it all into one day and found that her family would get sort of tired out and sort of run out of energy before they'd finished doing all the things they wanted to do for Christmas. So she's decided that this year she's going to switch it up by doing a little bit each day. And she asked for suggestions from her friends. Well, what are some of these really low key, but you know, nice Christmassy things that I can do, but yeah, low key or easy being the, the operative word there. And so, you know, lots of people wrote in with, you know, lists of things that they do every year as a kind of a Christmas activity advent. Yeah. So I thought that was a really nice idea. If you are in a place where you could do something like that, Instead of just having it the one big day, Christmas or Christmas Eve, if you celebrate Christmas Eve more than Christmas Day, um, spreading it out, you know, a little, a little bit of fun things over the course of a month. And it only takes, you know, maybe 20 minutes to sit down and just make a list of the things you'd like to do. And then on each day, you can just pick one thing. So some of the things that were on the list were, um, you know, super duper easy things like going to look at Christmas lights. Yeah, that's something you can do. It's, you know, you can go outside, walk around. You don't have to meet anyone. You, you know, you can do it in your neighborhood potentially. This is a really good, you know, Christmassy thing to do. And that's something we've definitely been doing here in Sweden is going out to check where have the Christmas lights popped up. Oh, they weren't here last week. What are they doing this year? And um, in Sweden, people definitely get into lighting things up in winter because it's so dark for so much of the day from sort of 3.30 onwards, it's get, it's pretty dark, right? It's getting pretty dark, right? Uh, you know, sort of right around until 8.30 this morning. I was walking home at 8.30, so, you know, 8.30, 9 o'clock, it's still quite dark in the morning. So, um, yeah, there's quite a lot of time where you can enjoy um, the lights, yeah? So they take a lot of... Um, sort of pride, I think, and lighting things up and making things look really sort of, yeah, what is it, seasonally cheerful, you know, with the lights and different things. So, and everybody takes part, like everybody does their bit. Every house has their stars that light, uh, light star lights in the windows. And, um, you know, they if, sort of, if you have a balcony, you should string some lights around the balcony to make sure that, 
you know, you're doing your bit to help light up the night and make it the gloom a little bit more cheerful. So yeah, we definitely get into that and get our starlights out and put them in the windows as well. So yeah, that's, that was one thing she had on her list. Another thing that I saw on the list was um, that I may have contributed was to buy ginger cookies and then just decorate them. Like you could do the whole thing, like, you know, baking them and then decorating. But yeah, perhaps that's too much this year. <laughs> so, you know, you can just go and buy some plain cookies and decorate them have that as an afternoon activity with your family and just enjoy that the decorating because you know it's not going to be like on Pinterest right you know you know it's not going to be cool um so here in Sweden we have and I'm just opening up my cupboard here which is why you can hear that banging noise and clattering around I should have got this out before I started recording but um they sell I'm going to show you this and I will put, a, put it in the show notes as well they sell these in big tubs of cookies and these ones, these are called pepper, pepper cakes, yeah. And they're little sh different shapes and everything. So it's you know it's ready to go. Why would you make them if you could just buy these? And so there's like hearts, and we've got gingerbread men. We have Christmas trees. Even this is excellent. I think there's also pigs. Ah yes, the Christmas pig. I'm not sure why, but maybe it's because they like to have ham for Christmas. Um, the Christmas pig, little angels, yeah, they're sort of already in different shapes. So really, really um, easy to enjoy. Um, just some cookie decorating, yeah. So loads of loads and loads of things like that. I'm sure if you Googled easy Christmas activities, you will find lots and lots more. But um, yeah, there's lots of things you can do just every day to make it a little bit more Christmassy without having the huge pressure of doing it everything uh, all in one go. So I really like that idea. I feel that is very achievable this year. What do you reckon? Yeah. So yeah, let's have some more of these um, ideas and messages from listeners. So our first message today comes from Kumiko. Kumiko lives here in Gothenburg. And I've gotten to know her a little bit um, through our kids. Both go to the same uh, after-school program. And she is a real go-getter. And I'm so amazed at the wonderful job she does uh, raising her two kids overseas in a different country, being a, a working mom and, yeah, somehow still getting her job done working from home in Sweden during this um pandemic that's happening right so um yeah i'm so so grateful to kumiko for uh sending us a message today so you can hear how uh, things are gonna go this year at, for christmas at her house hello everyone my name is kumiko uh currently i live in sweden um so this year christmas uh, is is going to be a different than any other years so my Husband parents used to prepare everything, uh, Swedish traditional Christmas food, present, decoration, uh, Christmas tree, and we used to celebrate at their place, so we uh, didn't need to, to do anything. But this year, due to corona pandemic, we really cannot celebrate together with them. 
So we will start on Christmas tradition uh, from this year. So we will do the uh, Christmas decoration. We will do the uh, the ginger cookie uh, house, which is uh, very popular among kids. So it's going to be really exciting uh, to build on Christmas tradition. And the next listener I'd like to introduce to you is Andrea. She is a go-getter, definitely, who uh, also lives here in Gothenburg. And she's very involved in the online entrepreneur world. You should pop over and check out her website um, uh, that helps people to get their new businesses launched. I will put a link to that in the show notes for you. So, yeah, let's hear from Andrea. Hey, Jane, this is Andrea. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. So Christmas this year is for sure different than any other year. I'll be home in Gothenburg, and I think it's the second time in 11 years that I'm here for Christmas. I usually spend the winter months on warm islands and meeting friends and family around the world. I admit I cried a little when I realized there's no way to have a plan to go somewhere or to host people here. But now I am looking forward to some cozy times, to be honest. Um, I realized I have really crappy Christmas decorations, (laughs) obviously, because I didn't need them in the past year. So this year is about creating a tradition and sustainable, long-lasting decorations. Oh, so I didn't realize I only have one minute, so I will be fast. I was saying that what I'm going to do for Christmas and basically um, how I'm going to keep myself busy. Um, Anyway, patience is the only thing I want from Santa this year. And if I get that, then all will be good. (laughs) I hope. Um, I really hope you're having a blast during your last days in Gothenburg. Um, I do wish the life here was good and that you'll never forget Sweden. Um, And I think you'll be back at some point, to be honest. Wish you safe travels and happy holidays to you and your family. And thanks to social media, I'll be following your future adventures. Take care. So thank you so much to all of those listeners who submitted their messages and how they're spending Christmas this year. And I know some of you also sent uh, messages saying, I just want to say Merry Christmas and all the best for your trip back to Japan and things like that. So thank you so much for that. I know um, one of my listeners in Singapore and her Instagram handle is Ibi Kazumama. <laughs> she she sent a lovely message saying um, thank you so much for your podcast, and she really is, enjoys listening to it in Singapore. And so I was really grateful to hear from her as well. Thank you. So yeah, if you have a message for the podcast, you can still send it in any time. I will include a link for that in the show notes, and you just need to click through and it will ask you to record a one-minute message. So it's quite short, and then I can pop it into any future episode that may come along. So if you'd like to do that, we'd love to hear from you. 
um, please go into the show notes right now and send me your message. You might make it into the next episode, yeah? Really love to hear from listeners. So, yeah, today we've been talking about Christmas and how Christmas is different for us this year. And you heard about how some people are, um, yeah, having to create a whole new tradition, like in Kumiko's family's case, what are they going to do this year? Or um, in Andrea's case, she can't travel the way she normally would want to, but she's going to make the most of it here, um, you know, in Sweden, which is not too shabby, really. It's very um, sort of cozy and and all of that here in Sweden, that's for sure. So yeah, thank you for that today. And oh, don't forget those ideas for how you can bring just a little bit of Christmas into your um, everyday. And it doesn't have to be huge uh, things. It could be just one small thing that you do every day or every few days, yeah, to feel a bit of Christmas, um, if perhaps it's not going to be so Christmassy for you this year. So if you've been watching on my Instagram, you may have seen that our family went uh, into the countryside yesterday and we had a barbecue by this beautiful lake. It was a um, it was a lake next to a farm. So, you know, not many people are sort of there. You can't get there by car. You have to walk across private land to get there. And so we had um, this barbecue by the lake and there was just a few of us there and this beautiful lake to look at and there was no wind and it was about minus one or zero degrees at the time and it was really cold but having this real fire this open fire that we lit and that warmed us while we stood you know around the fire and cooked some uh, sausages to have with bread um, for lunch it's a very simple barbecue like not getting all fancy or anything like honestly just super simple cooking a few sausages over an open fire slapping them in a little bread roll a bit of uh, ketchup or tomato sauce on that and eating it standing there in the forest was just really really great and I thought why is this so simple but so much fun and I don't know if it's the combination of the really cold weather like it was minus one right and we were all wearing our you know good warm gear but it was still cold so you had to sort of huddle around the fire to keep warm but when you did that it was really cozy and really felt really nice the simplicity of um, you know being hungry because we've been quite busy that day and you know just having some of these really simple sausages was it was just really you know it was perfect it was just enough looking at this beautiful view and yeah just a, a few of us all there laughing and having a good time the kids are running around and enjoying themselves and yeah and then just knowing that you know once you got really 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 cold and you had enough and the fire died down then you could go inside and it would be super warm and you know your house in Sweden houses are very warm inside generally and um, so that there's quite a difference from coming inside after you've been out in the cold and that feels great too so talking so I sort of realized it was the simplicity, but also the difference, you know, the difference between the hot and the cold and, you know, the light and the dark, all of that, that made the difference. Yeah. So we need that as humans. Yeah. We need that. Um, yeah. I can't even think of the proper word I'm trying to say. There. <laughs> we need the, you know, that, that difference between things. And when everything's always the same, like if you're always in a warm house, you don't appreciate it. But if you go outside into the cold 
and and really enjoy that and then come back inside then you will really appreciate it and it's it's so much nicer and as i'm talking to you just now i'm looking out the window and this is this really funny sort of slight snow falling <laughs> which it's not even it's not really snow and it's not hail and it's just this like it would be drizzle kind of if it was raining, but it's so cold that it's actually snow. So that's it's really nice, really exciting. <laughs> we don't get much snow here in Gothenburg, even though it is actually Sweden. Yeah, so that is our Christmas episode. I think you will have a great Christmas this year. And what, however you make it, make it what you want it to be. And a great Christmas, a great new year. Find a way to spend it with the people you love. If it has to be online, that will be okay too. And just before we go, one more thing I would like to tell you about that's happening in the new year is my podcasting consulting will be open and I'll be available to help you get your podcast started. So if that sounds like something you are interested in, head over to my website, jnakata.com slash, um, I think it's work with me, and you will find um, the podcasting consulting page there. Have a read if it's been launched. If it's not launched yet, you will see a box where you can send me a message and say you're interested to find out more. But I will be launching officially on the December 14th, which is not that far away. And so if you are thinking, oh, I, this is, you know, for people who are like, yes, I definitely want to start a podcast, but I don't know where to start. I'm not really 100% sure what my show is going to be about. And the technology stuff just get, really gets me. If that's you, then definitely uh, come and um, let me know about your interest in that. And I'll be taking on clients to start in January. Okay, so we won't be doing anything over Christmas. So you can just use that time to think about what you might like to do. But if you would like to have your own show in the new year, then you should definitely come and let me know that you're interested in joining, um, yeah, having a call about that. We will um, work out what you're going to do, um, how you're going to host it, all those things. Do you need a mic? All of that things. And when I get back to Japan, I'm really looking forward to getting my studio, my podcasting studio back. So it hasn't been great being here in Sweden for that reason. It's been a little bit tricky to set up a place where I can actually podcast and give you a decent kind of audio. So yeah, I'm looking forward to having my little podcast studio back soon. So that's that. Thank you so much. And we'll see you again in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye.